0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Shintar Higashi Show with Peter Yu. I'm going to talk about being a good uke today.
1: Yeah. This, uh, you just made an appreciation post, right? Yep. Being a good For uke a is everything,
0: man. Being a good uke, it's a huge thing. And if you guys already know, I'm going to repeat myself, but like, there's Tori and uke. The person giving and receiving, like most yeah. things in life. <laughs> and are you yeah, a Tori man. or a uke, Peter?
1: <laughs> I'm always a uke. Because yeah. I, I I I always uh, think about others. And on that note, we have some ukes in our li- uh, in our, for our podcast, right? Jason and Levant. Yep. Thank you. And yep. Always, uh, you know, and everyone else who is supporting us one way or the other, yep. uh, the patron, very much. and all. Thank you very much. Thanks for being an awesome uke for our uh, awesome Tory break, that is po- podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go back to the actual judo tori and uke yep. so you just touched on the definition so tori is the one that's throwing and uke is the one that's receiving the throw yes Yes. so it's a very yeah.
0: cooperative thing and sometimes it's like when you're doing randori you could be like oh he was the tori and he was the uke as like just a yeah. reference like who's the one that's doing the throwing sometimes yeah. it's like a demonstration with kata sometimes mostly though when we talk about uke in this context it's about people who are being the person receiving the technique and the teacher is shown something in class,
1: yeah. I see, and
0: that's a very special skill
1: <laughs> to be able to do. I uh, so, yeah, and you have your uh, favorite like, I think most sensei's have their favorite u- u- ukes in their class, right? Always, usually somebody yeah. much lighter than them, yeah. <laughs> someone
0: good at break falls and someone cooperative, uh, but you, you know, yep.
1: Yeah. W- when I was there, was I a good okay? You were a good okay, yes, for sure, <laughs> right.
0: It's someone you trust, you know, someone who's attentive. Yeah. There's a lot of different reasons to pick some uh, someone that's a good uke. Uh, but yeah. first, we've got to talk about the stigma behind being a uke, right? Some people love it. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people who get to a certain level, like, oh, I will never be a take false for anybody, right? There's guys who are like that, you know? So,
1: Oh, right, you really? Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember talking to a guy who was teaching judo, and then some dude comes up and says, oh, man, sensei, like, can I take a tile from you? I just want to, you know, see what it feels like. I'm like, okay. And yeah. then I'd do it, and then the teacher was like, why would he ever want to do that, you know? <laughs> I, I will <laughs> I never let anyone throw me. I'm like, okay, that's that's your opinion. That's fine, you know? And then but some, it's yeah. such
1: an important skill to receive a throw well. Yes, they, yes. Yeah.
0: But, you know, some people just don't want to get taken down like that, you know? That, I see. Right, and that's one thing. And some people are injured, and there's a lot of reasons behind it, you know? And some people have yeah. this, like, I am at the top of the chain now. I, I shouldn't have to take any falls for anybody, <laughs> And it's more common than you think, man, because I I you know I've had situations where it's like I do seminars, right? Yeah. So guys reach out to me if you want me to do a seminar at your gym. <laughs> That's plug, right? yeah. And it's like if I pick a black belt, sometimes the black belt's like, ah, you know, like you, like you can see it in their face, like, oh my god, am I gonna get bombed? Like there's a lot of fear there, you know? Oh. <clears throat> right? And then some people were like, Oh, how dare this guy choose me to get fall? Like, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I d- I didn't know that people had that attitude. I actually I don't Definitely. think I've ever actually met them. Is that, that is that? Have you seen that in Japan when you're training? What? Like the, the sense, like sensei wouldn't. I guess you guys you didn't really have this demonstration thing going on when you were training in Japan anyway. No,
0: right? but if you're a teacher in Japan, like if you're top dog in Japan in the room, you're not taking you falls from nobody, dude.
1: Okay, so it is. like okay.
0: And, you know, once you pass the coach level, like there's a coach yeah. and then there's a teacher, right? Yeah. So, like, if you look at, like, a Kokushikan University system, yeah, you have the four-year university guys and you have the professional guys who are right out of college who are yeah. actually just full-time, you know, yeah, doing, doing judo, judo as a yeah. professional. And they're getting paid a, a corporate salary. Yeah. And there's always, you know, they're all over the place. Like, they go to this company or that company, right? Like, Park 24 and, uh, you know, yeah, horse betting, whatever it is. So then, when they come back, they're training. There's always like 20, 30 guys who are pro guys that are training on the mat. And then the people who are kind of like a little bit above that are coaches. You know, maybe they went four years to the college. Maybe they have a corporate pro thing. They already retired and now they're
1: coaching the kids. Like late 20s, they can still train with them, like beat them up kind of thing. Yes, yes. And then
0: they want to be like, you know, head coach, assistant coach, but there's the coaches that work out with the guys. Yeah, yeah. I beat the piss out of the kids, you know. Yeah. And then uh, there's a couple of those guys, and then there's like sort of a hierarchy, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you get to the teachers who are like the head coach, assistant coach that don't work out anymore, who are like right. in their late 30s, 40s, like my age. And those yeah. guys don't fall. Those guys don't do takedowns. They don't. They don't. They don't do undury, You know.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. And then, but then you, you, they don't even. Dem- demonstrations right because they don't no one needs demonstrations no i mean
0: sometimes they do they'll be like hey this is what we're gonna do and then they'll grab a, a kid you know oh, a okay. university kid or somebody like a they'll probably, they, they won't pick one of the higher level guys so they're you know japanese culture is very hierarchical right as is korea and as is a lot of these asian yeah. countries and then it's embedded in the culture of like all right this person can do this this person can do that and you know in bjj kind of leaked over like if you're a lower belt you're not supposed to ask a higher belt for roles have you ever heard of this
1: um, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, a yeah. lot of gyms
0: are like that, there... you know? So, if you're a blue belt, you can't ask a purple belt, brown belt, black belt oh. to all. So, you get got purple, blue belts are just, like, sitting there waiting. And then, you know, it's good and it's bad, right? Because it preserves some of this hierarchical stuff, and it protects the higher belts from reckless beginners, essentially, beginner intermediates. Yeah. But the black belts can easily just sit there and pick their own rounds.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So, like, it kind of, like, makes... It lulls them a little bit, you know? As opposed to, like...
1: So, you think this, like, uh, people avoiding being okay kind of is a result of this culture bleeding over?
0: Yeah, some people are like, I don't want to be okay, you know?
1: Yeah. I Why see. should I be okay? Do it to that guy. Or some people who want to sit there and
0: watch the lesson, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes they're, they believe, like, if they're receiving it, they're not being able to watch it, right? And everyone's a different learner in the room. Some people are like, Yeah. Which is true. They can't, rooms. yeah. Yeah
1: you can't you know if you're okay you might have to ask again like hey how how did you do this part of that part yeah i guess
0: so some people are visual learners right like they want to yeah. see the actual move being done like you know from a third person standpoint and that's one of the ways they learn and if they're taking the technique they have no clue what's really going on not yeah. always the case obviously
1: if you're already like a higher belt like you're probably going to get it yeah still right, but right. yeah so so then okay so like what's the attitude here you, that you, sh- you think all of us in America should have like we got always talk about we've talked about this a lot right like when people kind of bring aspects of this just regular old Japanese culture into America and then they kind of dis- uh, distortion may be a little bit of a t- too strong of a word, but you know like the hierarchical stuff in Japan that's just normal that's how like bowing yeah. that's just saying hey so you know I think it's <laughs> you, you said that it's very important for us to kind of see what that is as it is you know the Japanese culture and yeah. then translate that into the more American context right yeah so that, how how should we translate this being a nuke the culture of being a nuke into our context
0: our context I yeah I mean, we didn't really talk about like the pros of being a uke, even in Japan, right? And it's, yeah, it's uh, some people say it's an honor. It's an honor, uh, but, you know. There's some. It, there's always pros and cons of stuff, you know. Yeah, I personally think like being a coachable person in the room is sort of uh-huh. the fastest track to getting better at martial arts. Right. Period. You know what I mean? Right. If you're a coachable, likable kid, <coughs> or even an adult, even if you're like 35 years old, you're just like a likable person and you're coachable, and you're yeah. humble, and people want to teach you stuff, like. Now, all of a sudden, your information that's being thrown at you is in a compound, right? Because yeah, everyone yeah. wants to work out with you. Everyone wants to teach you stuff. Even if you're like a blue belt, like the black belt's going to be like, hey, come here, kid. You know, like even if you're mm-hmm. like a 35-year-old man, like, hey, let me show you, right? So I think like it kind of plays into that. Like when you're uke, you're visible to the class first and foremost. Right, right. You know what I mean? And if the teacher's doing the techniques on you, you get to feel it firsthand. So mm-hmm. when someone else does it to you, okay, it doesn't feel right. And then maybe you can make that connection, maybe, right? Yeah. This elbow is supposed to be tucked under the armpit. And you felt the person's collar hand like pulling up right around your collarbone. And then when you're going to train the actual technique and the person's kind of like hand is sagging, it's not very tight, you know, yeah, like yeah. down low, it's like, oh, that, it doesn't feel like the same thing, you know? Right, so right. So that gives you valuable information.
1: Mm, right? I see.
0: Yeah. And then you get to be in tune with your coach a little bit more because sometimes when you're sitting in the back and then you kind of like, oh, I feel like I know this already – and they're giving this detail, that detail, this detail, that detail. You go here, you go there, you put your feet there. Sometimes you can miss what, some of the most important details because you could daydream in two seconds. You know. Yeah. It takes me, right, like watching class, and then some guy would be like, "Oh, what's up? What are you doing this weekend?" For me to be completely distracted and like miss <laughs> anything, and yeah. I think that's more common than you think. You know, because when I teach class, and I teach class all the time, I try not to ramble over three minutes when I yeah. do any instruction. And I can always tell, you know, three minutes in, I'm, like, talking about Uchimara, and I'm pretty good at this stuff, too, teaching this stuff. Two yeah. or three guys just start wandering off. Like, you could just see them kind of, like, trailing off into the distance or, like, looking at the clock. Some people are yawning, you know, like, uh, yeah. people start picking at their face. It's like, all right, I'm losing a couple of guys here. You know, and some yeah. people have shorter attention span than others. You can't keep everyone's attention all the time. But for yeah. two to three minutes, I keep every single person's attention yeah those people too should be okay sometimes right because then you have to be attentive because if the coach says hey when i go for tatoshi the most common reaction is right
1: and then yeah yeah so you have to do the common reaction yeah you know so if you
0: don't know it you're going to look like a buffoon and your coach is going to (laughs) look like a buffoon because you can't do the technique right yeah (laughs) so it forces you to be knowledgeable it forces you to be listening for the different reactions that may come right and then it's really a give and take if the coach is like, hey, the most common reaction when the person goes, ouchi oh, is, you know, whatever it is. And then when I go, ouchi, oh, if I know you can't do it as Uke, I'd be like, the most common reaction is shifting their weight to that far leg and then balancing on one leg. So now the Uke is listening and learning the most common reaction. Oh, that's the most common reaction. I should be mm. doing that, you know?
1: I see. I see. So yes. it's, it's becomes more. you become a more, you can become more of an active learner.
0: Yeah, you and, are not, yeah. yes, that's the perfect way to word it. Yeah. You're an active learner in front of everyone. You're visible to the room. There's different, it's like interpersonal learning right there. Right. You know what I mean? And then,
1: then the coachability kind of goes hand in. hand. Like you said, the teacher will pick, usually if you like, if you go to a seminar, right, and then and the, the uke that gets picked from the dojo is usually like the one of the younger kids that's like, most promising, I feel like, you know, that's usually the case, right? Yeah, sometimes,
0: yeah, I think so.
1: Because, and, I mean, there's a reason for that, I guess, because they're, like, knowledgeable enough, but not big enough, Yeah. but, you know. I mean, there's definitely
0: some Tory cheats. Like, you go to a seminar and you ask the coach there, like, the top guy, they're like, hey, man, who's the best uke in the room? Yeah. They'll definitely Ah. point you to the right person, you know, no matter what.
1: (laughs) But then, that usually, like, I think it's a, it's not because they're a best uke, I mean, I think because the person probably has all these other qualities that yeah. makes him a big him or her a big uh, good uke, right? Yes. Like coachability. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, the person probably shows up all the time. Yep. The teacher knows the person. Yep. The person the teacher is not gonna just select a random, you know. I mean, I did a seminar around. yesterday, and I, yeah. I did select yeah. a
0: random guy, and it, you know, it was a little bit difficult, right? Because he's he was a little bit tense. So then. You know, oh, I, yeah. I rotated him out. Yeah. yeah. You know, in a nice way. And those are Tory tricks. You know what I mean? All, oh, right, yeah. all right, guys, looking quick. And then I just grabbed the first person here. But yeah. I've already situated myself next to that person who was much oh, okay. skinnier and lighter.
1: Right? I see.
0: Right? Or sometimes it's like, all right, now we're going to go against someone that's a lot bigger than us. Right? And in that case, and yeah. I'll grab somebody. So now I've already done two Uke changes, like in like sort of a, <laughs> a polite context where it's like, oh, he's fired. Right? It's not like that. So now the guy doesn't feel bad about himself. So now the next yeah. time I, all right, guys, bring it in. Can I use you as uke? Right? That person, is, it, it means nothing, right? It doesn't, yeah. there's no meaning behind it as opposed to like, oh, this guy's not a good uke. He's fired. You know, it's not like Oh,
1: that. hopefully uh, this person doesn't listen to this podcast. No, he was fine. Like, he was great. <laughs> I did. I rotated
0: back to him actually. Because, yeah, okay, good. You know, so it was awesome. And there's some Tory tricks too outside of that. And I'm going to talk about uke tricks in a little bit too. Yeah. If you're demonstrating a throw and then you're going to bomb them, right? Yeah. Sometimes they know when you're going to throw. So that's when they get tense. Right, so right, So the right. first two or three times you're teaching something, you don't throw them at all. And you're just like, oh, here you go, here you go, right? And you lull them. Uh-huh. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. So when you enter Taito, you go here and you go there and the hand goes like that. Look, this is what it looks like, okay? Right. So you go like this, you go like that. And then you just rip it once. <laughs> so they don't see it coming. But that's, you, that's like a high-level move, right? You have to be very, very, very good at doing the throw, right? Because yeah. the guy doesn't see it coming. Right. So I, you have to kind of You have of to trust. be very controlled, yeah. You have to be very controlled. And if you suck at throwing, and if you do an Osoto Gari, and you like let go of the collar, and he doesn't see it coming, he's going to have a concussion. You're going to have big issues, right? Right. But if you're going to do Osoto, no one wants to take an Osoto breakfall, Ever, right? No one wants to <laughs> take <taking> a shit. <laughs> yeah. So, if we're doing Osoto, like I don't throw, I don't throw, I don't throw. And when I do throw, I'll throw real fast, right Mm-hmm. And I don't enter really fast because that that'll give him like a, a, a tension thing. so yeah. I enter kind of mm-hmm. slow, and it's like I'm chit chatting, chit chatting. Then I finish very close because there's nowhere for him to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm throwing, I'll definitely decelerate him, and then he's like, yeah. "Oh, that wasn't so bad." So the next time he's a lot likely to, right, right, be more relaxed. Right. He's like, "Whoa," you know. People get shocked, and that's a great way to bring back the audience too. Like, hey, guy, you know, when guys start trailing off. <laughs> And I was talking to Reagan about this too, uh, yeah. and Greg was like, oh, "Yeah, you know, when I'm okay, when I look out into the crowd and I see like two or three like empty faces like looking into the ceiling, yeah, I know you're about to slam me, so I, I ah! I'm like, get ready for that, you know, because
1: yeah, it's like a yeah. uh, give him the razzle dazzle to get look back, huh? Yeah. Um. So what? So yeah, that's uh, that's a good segue to. Uh, you know, we talked about the mental. I guess like the mental side of being a good uke, yeah. being coachable, well and Yeah, what are the actual techniques of yeah. being a good uke?
0: So, knowing the proper reaction and know to give the right reactions, right? Yeah. And then the proper amount of reactions. That's that's the key. You know, so yeah. I was doing. A, I had a uke last Thursday when I was teaching judo. He's one of my judo guys. And then I went, yeah. okay, when I go inside tayo here and I bump the leg, and then yeah. they like. Touched my thigh to his inner thigh, and then he freaking yeah. almost fell over. And I'm like, bro, it's too much. Like, no one going <laughs> to do it hard. You know, just stand there normally. Right? Yeah. And sometimes I'll, I'll be like, all right, you know, I will say in the context of it, like, oh, if you do it really hard, this could potentially happen. But, you know, yeah. let's just say he doesn't react so big, or let's say you don't, like, throw him right off the rip, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he knows how to, like, adjust if he's listening, and if he's into, yeah. he can adjust, right? And sometimes I'll be like, listen, man, just don't do anything. Just stand there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just say that,
1: right? I see. Uh, but yeah, like uke tricks. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Like, how to... yeah, what are the techniques? <coughs> uke? Yeah, I mean, you kept mentioning staying relaxed. I guess yeah, I mean, that's
0: really important. Not being tense at all, you know?
1: Yeah. What is that? Like, how do you become like that, though? Be- I like, guess just getting used to it. Just I, I, it, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's what happened to me about, yeah, like when you first. A lot of beginners tend to yeah. try to like defend it, I guess, almost yeah. instinctively. You know what it is, man? It's the fear of the unknown,
0: as with most things. Like, yeah. if you don't know what throw is coming, you're gonna be freaking tense,
1: right? Right, right. If you
0: know the time, like, all right, guys, he's, I'm gonna go inside tile and then do a double tile to the outside, t- you know, shin, and that's yeah. what we're showing today. The, my guy goes for an inside tile and he steps out, and then I already know Azuki. like he's gonna go for the second tile. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, gearing myself up for that. And I'm relaxing my upper body because if I know is coming, I could push away or, like, turn the opposite direction. But I'm going in the direction where I'm loose and then, like, I'm letting myself almost going towards the technique, right? And I'm on one leg. And the moment he threads the tile, right, I'm already throwing myself kind of – I'm leaning forward. And as he's executing the throw, I'll do a calf lift. Like, I'll push off on my calf. Yeah. Right? So I'll, like – Not dorsiflex. What's the other one?
1: I have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dorsal extend, you know. And I'm like push off my calf as I'm going forward, so I'm not actually jumping, but I'm making a maneuver where I'm extending myself towards the throw in the direction of the throw, right? Yeah. That is like peak uke stuff.
1: Mm. You know what Mm. I mean? And I could take a great
0: break for tayo like this, and I could do that for like sanagi uchimata. I could. That's I'm a master at that, but. Taking a Osotugari break fall, I'm not as good.
1: I don't even know if there's like a flash, because you're basically, ma- right now the way you describe it is like you're like basically making the throw look bigger, right? Yeah. Like, and then smoother. I don't even know how you can do that with Osotugari. I mean, you're yeah, like you just kind of, uh, right?
0: you like drive your heel back, right? You just you drive back your weight to yeah. the heel, and then yeah. you lean back towards the throw.
1: Right? Oh, and then you can't... Okay, then yeah. it'll be bigger. And then I you see. don't
0: hang on the person because then you get yeah. pulled, you pull your Tori down, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, when I go Osoto, Ochi Osoto, like I enter Osoto and the most common reaction is for the person to put their weight onto that leg. So I'll like lean on the leg, but not like turning away to the technique. But yeah. like I'll turn into the person so then I give them the proper angle, right? So we're like sort right. of face-to-face facing each other. So now, and then I'll rotate my knee inward so then it's a much Easier angle from the reach, the leg, right. Yeah. And as he's going in, I'll like kind of like fall backwards already as he's going. Yeah. But I don't like try to time the fall. Right. Because if I like go, you don't jump for it. Yeah. No, because then it looks really bad when it looks like I'm ju- jumping for him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going slowly in the direction of the throw, and as he enters, I'm throwing myself kind of like I'm just going with the m- m- maneuver. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So, it's, yeah, so basically you also have to be very knowledgeable of yeah. the throw. It's, it's not just about like being limp. Yeah. Right. And then also yeah. like
0: there's varying degrees of like tori and Uke. you know what I mean? So yeah. like I will never forget man when you were at the dojo, when you were <laughs> like 19 years old. No, you must have been 22 years old or something, right?
1: Yeah. When I first showed up. Yeah. And if you could go yeah. back
0: on my Instagram to like the very first like 20 posts. This uh, is a video of me throwing tile Video of... me throwing utayo. Just like, alright, oh, okay. this is tile, bang, and just hitting tile once. Oh, and then your cousin. Oh. And then your cousin was like, "Oh no, don't throw my cousin like that." Oh on. yeah, I kind of remember that. You yeah, know that?
1: you know. Yeah, but that's like I, really
0: good because you're so relaxed, and yeah. it was just pure. Just you're just standing there, right? Yeah, and you yeah. knew I was gonna do tile, and you just yeah. kind of like accept it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you, I, you know, it's it looks big, but it doesn't hurt because you know I know yeah. you're controlling and actually it would yeah. hurt less if I would just yeah. like go over so yeah. that
0: one is an example of like uke being neutral and Tori being the person who's just ripping the throw right yeah yeah but if you have a guy that's not that good and you have a really yeah. really good uke he can make you look like a world champion that's the oh, thing yeah. right but yeah. like going towards the throw jumping off the calf like doing the calf race yeah. thing right Yeah. but you know I've seen the reverse of that too Yamashita <laughs> came to uh-huh. New York and did a seminar and he uh-huh. had the worst uke in the room and they were doing moving uchikomi uh-huh. this guy made Yamasa look like a beginner dude Yamasa was <laughs> one of the greatest judokers of all time <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> the guy was like alright this is how you do and he, his English was very limited you know so he couldn't yeah. really guide the uke to do like take the proper steps Yeah. and he was doing like alright one, two, three, ochi One, two, three, ochi right and then it the wouldn't... guy just wouldn't step back with the right foot you know and the correct uh-huh. foot and then like the moment he like entered, like the second or third time, he like almost tripped and like turned and put his hand down and Yamash just sitting there like Jesus freaking Christ, you know? Uh, after, why, did,
1: why did he pick Kim?
0: <laughs> I don't know, he volunteered, I think, and then after the uh. second time, Yamash is literally like, No, get out of here. He like went like this, moved he like swept his hand away and then just pointed
1: at somebody else.
0: <laughs> he didn't
1: he didn't uh he is not is not about your uh, Tory tricks, huh? No.
0: He was just like get a you come here and then they picked some light kit smoke it then and he wasn't even nice can, about it he wasn't like sparing about the throws out he just kept relentlessly slamming this kid over and over <laughs> and I was like see that's the kind of stuff that makes no one want to be a tori oh, okay, okay okay yeah
1: <laughs> that's yeah so, well you can yeah. you can do that i guess when you're a yamashita
0: i guess so but you know it's very conversational right it's yeah. a very special relationship tori nuke because Tori also has to consider the person's body. You're just slamming the guy over and over. Yeah. Day in and day out. That's not very helpful.
1: No, no. Right? It's not, the guy's not going mean, to want to do it anymore. Eventually, it hurts. I mean, I say, yeah, if you yeah. relax, it it hurts less, but it hurts nonetheless. Yeah. It's kind of like... It's and like it's a uh, very
0: special relationship, man, Tori and Uke. like <laughs> You know, because I've had like guys who were Tori in the room who were amazing. It's like, all right, guys, bring it in for technique. And then you see the Tori pop up like like yeah <laughs> you need know, you know me and then he like runs yeah. over to you yeah you know, it's kind of like a nice little and yeah it's like a little bit you know top bottom sort of a thing but you, you got to reciprocate right you got to give something back you know there's yeah. appreciation sort of a situation
1: yeah right? it's a, you have to it's always like this right like it, you you can't you can't pr- practice judo without your partner no so. i think there's like it gotta
0: be a union okay you, you do- <laughs> yeah, like if you're i was joking about this the other day like if you're consistently uke for the head instructor and he's showing technique on you and you play music in the gym uh-huh. right uke should be able to pick two or three songs oh practice. yeah you know what i mean like come on <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, right?
1: yeah. remember uh, this kid uh, this kid named james the korean kid yeah, and, uh, he he was the best uke in probably so in, in good. tri-state area. So <laughs> good, <dude>. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> remember? And then his sensei, at the, uh Filipino gentleman, was always That's right. Yeah, James yeah, yeah. Oh man, he was yeah. a kata champion
0: too. He was like yeah. a okay uke. Dude, this guy is so,
1: is so good.
0: <laughs> yo, he's so good. He'll make anyone look anyone. like an Olympic champion. You could be yeah. a green belt. You could do judo for six months. Dude. You could be a white belt doing judo and you could take this yeah. kid and you could look like, you could put it on the Instagram and immediately go viral.
1: Yeah. Hey, James, if you're listening, man, like, come, I, come I miss back. you. Yeah, I miss uh, you having Asmauke. Like, he, he, he is such a nice kid. You know, you
0: I, guys could look him up on my YouTube, like, today. You could, find, you could do a three-person Naganokata. And yeah. I kind of did it, like, half-jokingly. Yeah. Look up three-person Naga no Kata on my yeah. YouTube and then you'll find them. Yeah. The, the best he, Uke ever. Let me let me see if that actually comes up.
1: Person, yeah, the, to... He uh, he tra- he was always the yeah Kara Uke and then he would make the you know the uh he really throws himself into it really. He he's he really he's lanky makes the action really big. Does it show up?
0: Naginokata. Yeah yeah yeah. If you do Naginokata man it only has, has doesn't have a lot of, a
1: lot of views Let, let's see how oh. much boost it's gonna get from this oh that'd
0: be amazing right yeah it's like one two three fourth one down you'll see you know what my videos look like so
1: yeah
0: type in Naga and don't look at any of the experts actually doing it and just me messing around and hanging out <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that was pretty fun though. that was a really good time yeah man. yeah James Yen man what a yeah. uke man uke of the century dude
1: yeah so what yeah. what can we actually do to become like James, I guess. Like, you you talked about understanding the throw and all, but is it just a matter... What are some concrete steps we can take right away? Like,
0: being loose, man. Being loose, you know, embracing the fall. You have to have good ukemi skills, right? If you don't have yeah. good ukemi skills, you're not going to be able to do it. And then if you're doing, like, uh, uke as, like on the ground, knowing all the different reactions, being knowledgeable really is kind of the main thing, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you pick, like, an intermediate guy to, like, just... Be the throwing dummy, I guess, and then sometimes you pick a higher level guy to kind of like enhance the lesson.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Because hey, you know, I go even like jiu-jitsu, Like I'm uke all the time for this guy Nick Joni, for the 10 a.m. I'm the yeah. guy uke. You know, <laughs> so like I oh, yeah. carved myself sort of like this niche identity at the session of jujitsu at the 10 a.m. class, like because uh, you
1: know you're what I mean? you. You you're not you don't really fit the usual uke like the class uke. I volunteered for profile that profile and judo because you're you're uh you're big. Yeah, you're hard to throw. Yeah, yeah, and I volunteered. So you volunteered. For this. volunteered. Yeah, I was yeah. like
0: Nick, man, if you ever need a uke, I got you. And you want to know what's great about that? Maybe an uke doing that. Nick likes to do the technique once or twice before he actually shows everybody, right? So he'll come oh. over to the side, like as people are like messing around or just stretching or oh, before I class see. even begins, like, should talk, come on, right? And I'm like, oh, well, what are we learning today? He's like, oh, we're going to do butterfly guard into this uh. and that reaction. I'm like, oh, cool. And as he's showing the moves, I could ask him questions. Like, oh, how do you force that hand high above to force that shoulder crunch? Or like, how do you get to that? Butterfly is like, ah, oh, sometimes you go shin to shin. Sometimes you go over there. Sometimes I go to, I want to do that. And then so I get like a mini private lesson almost for like five, ten minutes first. Mm-hmm. And then he does the technique, right? And then I could even go, like, yo, what happens to this guy? It's very informative for me. I love it. Oh. I love it. And then class starts. We do like a little bit of a five, 10 minute warm-up drill. And then he's like, all right, bring it in guys. And then I go in and I'm like, all right, do whatever you want to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it's kind of nice. yeah. You're such a good student. You're like first to the class.
0: Yeah. But you know, man, this yeah. is the thing. Like when he yeah. was teaching the lesson, and then I would be in the back watching. Yeah, and very easy for me to doze off. I was that's, that. I was my guy. I was that was me. Yeah. You know, in school, yeah. like every class that I've ever yeah. taken, sitting in the back, like messing around the whole time. Right, I can't pay attention. Mm. I just can't. Mm. It's too easy to mess around the back of the class. <clears throat> when I was getting my MBA, the classes that I like, all right, I got to do well in this class. Yeah. Got, you know,
1: you sit in the front.
0: I'll sit in the front, yeah. and this is yeah. the equivalent, man. There is no fronter seat than being Uke. I know. You can't, you can't just think about anything else. Yeah, it's like you're on the teacher's lap. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. quite literally. Yeah, yeah, teacher, yeah. tell me, tell me. You know, so. Yeah. No, it's b- great being an uke, man. And I think uh, I, you know, advocate for everybody to challenge themselves. And if you're a teacher, I don't want to say the word groom, but you want to groom good ukes too. You know, I mean? you got to like, yeah. make sure you got to build different ukes. So, like, if your main uke is not in the room, you don't panic. Like, oh, shit. Wh- yeah. Which goon am I going to take and then like... Yeah, uh, right, you know, right, right.
1: And then, you know, you might look you might look like a beginner if you pick yeah. the wrong one.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uke appreciation is, you know, there needs to be more of that stuff because like if without an uke man, who are you going to show technique on? You know, you just can't. So it's like you need a good uke. You
1: know, they get no love. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need a uke appreciation week. Yeah. Yeah, we need to...
0: Make a Drake song like starting as a uke nami. here. Yeah, now here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Well, if you wanna, I, I, yeah, like we said, I, I, uh, if you wanna check out some like real, you know, good examples of uke, you can actually look up nage no kata and check out, you know, Shintaro's videos, not the fancy ones. Yeah. <laughs> and well, James. And, and it starts off
0: one. me and Eugene, and then we alternate yeah. out with James, so you'll see yeah. him. Take great breakfalls, and I'm terrible. Eugene is right now, also right?
1: a great okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a great practice partner, and yeah, yeah. So, like, he's a good example if you want to check it out. Yep. Like a real life example. Yep. All right. Anything else? No, man. Guys,
0: thank you very much for listening, as always. I greatly yeah. appreciate everyone who's involved in our journey. Uh, we have a lot of YouTube followers. We have 200,000 now on YouTube, which is a milestone, 100, over yeah. 100,000 on Instagram. You know, Mike O'Hearn started following me on Instagram. Mike who? Mike O'Hearn. He's a jacked up dude. He's no, I like, don't know who that is. Like I, I'll look 4 him million, million up. Instagram. Oh, he's like wow. a fitness guy. Yeah, he's like. Oh. wait.
1: Maybe, yeah. maybe he's going to take some judo with you. That'd be nice, right? Yeah. Roddy yeah. Chang
0: follows me too, you know? You know. Oh, that, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty amazing stuff, man. Thank you guys. I can't do it without you guys, you know, uh, helping me yeah. out. And it's just, I'm very, very grateful, you know? So yeah. thank you, everyone. Seriously. Yeah.
1: You. I mean, the same goes from, you know, for me, it's. It's been a great journey and thanks for your continued support and we'll see you guys in the next episode.